जयराधमाधब कुंजबिहारी जया राधमाधब जयराधमाधब कुंजबिहारी जया गोपीजन बालबा बाधारी जाया ब्रज जनदान सोरनांदन ब्रजजन रंजन जमुना तीरा बनचारी जमुना तीरा बनचारी जयराधमाधबा कुंज बिहारी जयराधमाधबा कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बाला गिरीबारी गोपी जन बाला गिरीबारी सोरनांदन ब्रज जनरंजन सोरनांदन ब्रज जनरंजन जमुना तिराचारी जामुना तीरा बनचारी गयराधमा कुंज बिहारीधम जय राधमाधबा कुंजा बिहारी जाया राधमापी जना बाला गिरीबारी सोरनांदन ब्रज जनरंजन सोरनांदन ब्रज जनरंजन जामुना तीरा बनचारी जमुना तीरा बना 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna Krishna Hare Hare Rama Rama Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna Krishna Hare Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Radha Balaba, Radha Balaba, Shri Radhe. Jaya Jagannatha Jaya Jagannatha Baladeva Jaya Subhadra Jaya Gauranitai 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 Jaya Gauranitai Jaya Prabhupada 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 Jaya Prabhupada Jayam Vishnabhat Paramahansa Isi Bhaktivananda Goswami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Shri Shri Radha Balabha Ki Jai Shri Jagannath Baladeep Subhadadeep Ki Jai Shri Shri Goni Jai Ki Jai Go Premanandi Hari Hari Mo Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya This morning we're reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanda 6. Chapter 18, text 50. No chistash prishta salila. Sanjayam mukta murdaja. Anachita samyatavak. Na samvita bahis chare No chita sprishta salila Sandhyayam mukta murdaja Anachita samyatavak Na samvita bahis chare No chitash prishta salila Sandhyaya mukta murdaja Anachita samyatava Na samvita bahis chare Someone else? Nochishtas prishta salila Anachita samyatabak 
Sanjaya Mukta Murdaja Anachita Samyatava Nasambita Bahis Charet Nasambita Bahis Salila Sanjaya Mukta Murdaja Anachita samyatava Nasambita bahis charet Na not Uchista after eating Asprishta salila without washing Sanjayam in the evening Muktamurdaja with the hair loose on anachita <coughs> without ornaments asamyatavak without being grave na not asamvita without being covered bahi outside chareth should go Translation, after eating, you should not go out to the street without having washed your mouth, hands and feet. You should not go out in the evening or with your hair loose, nor should you go out unless you are properly decorated with ornaments. You should not leave the house unless you are very grave and sufficiently covered. Purport, Kashyapa Muni advised his wife not to go out in, onto the street unless she was well decorated and well dressed. He did not encourage the mini skirts that have now become fa fashionable. In Oriental civilization, when a woman goes out onto the street, she must be fully covered so that no man will recognize who she is. All these methods are to be accepted for purification. If one takes to Krishna consciousness, one is fully purified, and thus one remains always a transcendental to the contamination of the material world. No chitash prishta salila sanyayam mukta murdaja anachita samyata vak anachita samyata vak nasam vita bahis charit. After eating, you should not go out to the street without having washed your mouth, hands, and feet. Should not go out in the evening or with your hair loose, nor should you go out unless you are properly decorated with ornaments, should not leave the house unless you are very grave and sufficiently covered. So the Kasapa Muni <coughs> is ad, uh, advising his wife how to perform uh, the, uh, the yagya. Um, this yagya, Pumsavana, Pumsavana yagya. This particular yagya <coughs> is um, meant uh, to please the Supreme Lord. Now she, of course, she was uh, very resentful to the devas, especially Indra, who uh, had uh, come and uh, uh, went to Lord Brahma complaining, made, uh, uh, had more or less uh, had arranged that her sons, Hiranyaksha <coughs> and Hiranyakashipu uh, were killed by the Supreme Personality of God. And so she, uh, indirectly, she blamed uh, Indra. Uh, as far as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, uh, he is beyond the world. Uh, so uh, he was, but she was thinking he was beckoned by the devas headed by Indra. So she had that resentment to Indra and now uh, she pleased her husband and served the husband Kasyapa Muni, a very great Rishi. She pleased and served him very nicely. He was uh, very satisfied with her. And then she asked him uh, for a blessing that, that she may get a, a son that was powerful enough to kill Indra. So Indra, of course, a very powerful deva. 
the king of the gods, very, very powerful, who can kill Indra, certainly not any ordinary mortal man of the earth, uh, what to speak of other devas, he is so powerful, so who can kill? So therefore she knew, being intelligent, she knew that it had to be a very, very special uh, son who would come to be uh, powerful enough to kill Indra. So she asked her husband, she knew also that her husband was very powerful, Rishi, he could uh, grant desires because of his uh, advanced elevated position and misting, we were just reading, I think in Sydney, was Kadama Muni and Devahuti, Kadama Muni, by his mystic cities, uh, uh, created aerial mansion that could uh, fly through the sky, and he took his wife on so many pleasure trips. He was just a, a rishi, a poor rishi, living in the forest, just very simply, but because he was now married to Devahuti, uh, he thought that uh, to make something nice for her, so he used his... Uh, mystic powers to be able to create that situation. Uh, so Kasyapa Muni, also very, very advanced, uh, and uh, Kasyapa is one of the uh, direct sons, if I remember correctly, one of the direct sons of Lord Brahma. And so he had a very elevated position. And uh, really, so therefore, uh, um, you know, uh, Diti uh, was like the auntie of Indra in one sense, in that, in that uh, social sense. Uh, so she was, uh, because Kasyapa and Indra, and, uh, and there's all that uh, relationship there. But nevertheless, she was uh, resentful. And, uh, and, and so much so, it must have been burning within her that she wanted, she wanted to kill Indra. Sometimes, you know, you get overwhelmed. Uh, even in the higher planetary systems, they are mainly in the mode of goodness, but sometimes the ignorance and the the passion becomes overwhelming. Uh, and, uh, and also, you know, in the back of all this, there may be some hand of the Supreme Personality of God. These are beings from the higher planetary systems. Some new bhakta asked me that when we were reading about sometimes these transgressions of great demigods like Indra, Indra became so angry uh, on the residence of uh, Brindaban uh, that he want, wanted to have them killed for uh, not performing his, uh, his puja, Indra puja. Now just imagine Lord Indra gets so many pujas every day. <laughs> and uh, just a, a small uh, a, a band of people in Vrindavan uh, that decided, uh, talked into it by little Krishna, not to do the Indra puja, but to worship the Govardhan. So he was so incensed, so angry, that he, you know, Samvataka clouds, um, he called for the Samvataka, which are, are, are meant for the pralaya, for the destruction of the universe. So he called these, he just then with lightning, and, and you know, you read, we just had the Govardhana Puja recently. So uh, he, uh, this is, uh, you could say, overreaction. <laughs> overreaction, some uh, group of uh, cowherds uh, didn't do one puja to him. Of course, it was an annual thing. It's a, a, a big affair, but nevertheless, he gets so many. So he is the king of heaven. Now, these demigods, they know all things also because they're empowered to see all things. They knew, he knew. So he thought it was a very impudent and very disrespectful, and they should be punished. Well, all right, but punished to death? There's punishment and there's punishment. And he, he thought, I have to punish them to death because there's some Bhattaka clouds and the wind, and that, that is meant for the killing people. And so, uh, so he was like that. So he had to get his reaction. He was, um, of course, uh, Krishna saved the day. Uh, and in Lord Indra came and uh, was very apologetic and bowed down before the Lord. So he was excused and Krishna saved them. But so um, <clears throat> these are rishis, uh, uh, rather getting to the point of someone overreacting. So it seems here that uh, uh, Diti, <coughs> Uh, she is uh, overreacting, wanting to get a son. Uh, and so we, uh, earlier on, at, at Kasyapa, Kasyapa Muni uh, was very, uh, um, uh, very distressed that he'd been asked this by his wife. Uh, but because she pleased him and he uh, promised her any blessing because she satisfied him 
by a pleasant way and her service. He promised her any blessing and then when she came to ask for it, then she asked for that. I want you to bless me that I may have a son to uh, be able to kill Indra. So he was very distressed about that because he knew this is a very wrong thing that to give the blessing uh, to uh, have Indra killed. Uh, I remember the story of, uh, who was it? Uh, Ritrasura, was it? Or Rikasura, one of the other. Rikasura, the one who wanted to, was worshipping uh, Lord Shiva and with Yagya and everything, but Lord Shiva didn't appear and then he started to uh, uh, cut off his own pieces of flesh from his own body to offer in the Yagya. Still Lord Shiva didn't appear. I think that was Vrikasura. I remember many years before we did that drama here. <laughs> we organised the drama of uh, Vrikasura. And, uh, and uh, I, I was the Vrikasura. I remember playing Vrikasura. So then where there was big Yagya, fire, everything like that, man mantras, still Lord Shiva wasn't coming. So then he was cutting off uh, to go more extreme to bring Lord Shiva, cutting off pieces of flesh, throwing them. Then he was prepared to cut his own head. He was so much in the mode of ignorance to get what he wanted. And he placed his head like that, ready to chop it. Then Lord Shiva appeared, there's what do you want? And, uh, and then uh, I want to have the power that anyone I touch on the head, his head will break in a, a million pieces like that. So uh, Lord Shiva, he uh, granted that that request you can do. Uh, so uh, and he, then he started to, why, why go to others? Let me just um, run after Lord Shiva. So he was chasing Lord Shiva all over the universe. No one could help him. And so <clears throat> finally he went to Lord Vishnu and Lord Vishnu, he tricked his Vikasura. Oh, Lord Shiva's benedictions, blessings, uh, they never work. You don't, don't trust them. No, no, he gave. He gave, he said, he is true to his word. No, no, you can't trust Lord Shiva. He's, uh, you know, and then there's a whole description in Srimad Bhagavatam, Krishna book also. So just, if you don't believe me, just test it. Test, test the benediction. Test it. Uh, did you test it yet? No, I didn't test it. Well, just t test it on yourself then. Uh, then he was so foolish, so a less intelligent person. He just went like that, boom, on his own head. And boom, his head blew into a million pieces. And so in this way he was killed. Uh, so I remember doing that play and we did like that. We, we <laughs> I was like this and uh, I was putting my head and then I fell back and then we may had one cabbage. We painted all, <laughs> all, all, we had one cabbage painted all red and different blood color and everything like that. And we had it all pieces and we threw the pieces inside. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the that was the head exploding, and so uh, uh, so this is uh, very good. The, the children were all screaming, ah. and so. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, the the point is there. And then, of course, Lord Vishnu, he instructed Lord Shiva, be careful what benedictions you give to uh, these different individuals. He also said many times to Lord Brahma, he said also, be careful you want to give the benediction, be careful because these are asuras. And they, they, you get the benediction and they want to abuse and do all sorts of destruction things. <laughs> so just be careful in the future. So uh, Kasyapa knew that this was a very bad thing that she wanted and he uh, blamed himself uh, for, you know, uh, the whole situation. He's a, he was like that. And so, but at the same time, he, uh, you, you probably read earlier that he thought that let me somehow or other... Um, uh, make it in such a way, let her do one jagya, uh, uh, um, uh, one uh, um, ritual that simultaneously uh, she will worship the Lord, Lord Vishnu, and I believe this Pumsavana uh, uh, ritual is meant for actually ultimately satisfying Lord Vishnu and so many mantras are chanted and so many things are observed and so on and so forth. We're reading some of them here. And so his idea, all right, she can do it. Uh, let's see if she can follow everything because there's so many requirements for following this ritual. She has to do, I think, for the whole month, isn't it? For a whole month, one month, you know, whether she can do. Uh, and he warned her, actually, uh, that, that um, if the, you don't follow, there can be a very disastrous result if you follow everything nicely. And at the simultaneously, uh, and she's worshipping Lord Vishnu, so maybe she will be purified.
So he was thinking like that. Simultaneously, she fulfilled her desire. She'll be very happy, at least in the meantime. She'll be thinking, I'm very happy, I'm getting what I want. And so, uh, but uh, uh, long term, she's uh, doing this for one whole month and she's worshipping the Lord by different mantra and different procedure. So he was thinking like that. And so now he's giving some prescription, as, as uh, also mentioned in the previous verses. Um, you know, don't be violent, don't cause harm to others. In other words, one has to come to worship the Lord nicely. And, uh, and one has to come and live the life in the mode of goodness to be able to worship the Lord uh, nicely. Um, and so many, so many things to be followed. Now, in, in life, generally we have the Vana and Ashrama. Just like we have in life now, there's uh, uh, two uh, paths to be followed generally in the life. One is called the Svadharma and the other one is called Sanatan Dharma. Svadharma means, uh, you know, the, what is the prescribed duty for your vana and your ashrama? This is very uh, um, uh, uh, prescribed method given by the Supreme Personality of God right in the beginning of the creation. Chattu Vanyam, Chattu Vanyam Maya Shrishtam Guna Kamibhak. Tatsikatanam Apivam Vidyakatanam Avyam. Krishna says, and you can read it in Bhagavad Gita. Uh, the, I, I am the creator of this system of, of the vana and the ashrama. And so if one follows very nicely according to their nature, because the modes of nature, there's mode of ignorance, mode of passion, mode of goodness and mixing also. So some people will be more, more mode of goodness with some passion, some, some will be more mode of passion, some will be more mode of ignorance. So according to your nature, according to the uh, qualities, the gunas, uh, then you will have a certain vana and uh, not necessarily your birth, uh, maybe, uh, but we have to see your qualities. You may be born in a high Brahmin family or aristocratic family, but then we have to see your qualities after you're born. Just because you're born the, the son of the judge doesn't mean automatically you're judge. We have to see if you uh, take the training and so on and so forth. You can't, no one is going to pronounce he is, the son is also the judge, no can't be uh, automatically like that. So some are claiming just by the birth and uh, you cannot be Brahmin and maybe in your next life you can come back if you do things nicely. <laughs> but not like that. Krishna says according to the guna and the karma, uh, the, the, the modes, the, the qualities and the activities, qualities and activities, then, then, then it is judged. But anyway, so everyone has their prescribed duties, Fadharma, and of course Sanatana Dharma, is your eternal uh, spiritual activities, just like we have in devotional service. We have especially Bhagavad Dharma. Now in, in our Krishna consciousness, so we follow the two sides. We follow the Bhagavad Dharma and we follow the Pantratriki uh, Dharma, and uh, as given especially by Narad Muni in the Samani Pancharatras, uh, initially explained by uh, the Lord to Lord Brahma over the five nights to summarize everything. But then it's been expanded, so many uh, 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 Pancharatras as such, and so Narada is given very nice. So, uh, to, in order to uh, help the, the aspiring devotee to help situate their lifestyle in the mode of goodness, which helps your spiritual activities, these these things, these regulations are given. And then, uh, then your Sanatandami, your spiritual activities. Ultimately, at the end of the life, they'll only you're con going on the Sanatandam, and the Svadharma becomes less. Uh, so the uh, and then of course in the uh, in the uh, liberated if one is liberated then there'll only be sanatandam your eternal spiritual activities will can continue on uh, forever. But so every uh, one has got their vana and the ashram and there's prescribed duties in each one. What is their duties for the? There will be general duties for all uh, in the system of vana and ashrama. There'll be general duties for all. But then, more specific, the Brahmanas have prescribed duties, the Chatriya, the Vaishya, the Sudra, all will have some prescribed duties. And, and then if you're like that, you have to, it is expected you are to follow. If you want to be elevated uh, in the human form of life and go upwards, instead of uh, going downwards to the animal, and very easily you can go down. Uh, if you act like animal, your quality is like animal, then you will be animal in the next life. Simple uh, mathematical formula. Uh, you, you act like animal, you, uh, qualities like animal, you, in the next life you'll be animal. You like to eat all meat and flesh and blood, then uh, your human body's not meant to you go and be a tiger or something like that, that he likes to eat the meat, flesh and blood. So God will arrange. 
So instead of going down, you can go up. Now, the going up means varna and ashram. So uh, um, uh, now, uh, generally for the most people, varna and ashram. And so here we see Kasyapa is giving some directions to his wife uh, what not to do. There is a what to do and then what not to do. So here he's saying, don't go out in the street without having washed your mouth, hands and feet. Of course, you know, from the hygienic point of view, you know, in the Western countries, maybe this is not so much. No, no, hardly, I don't know, hardly anyone washes their mouth out after eating in the Western culture, isn't it? In the Western culture. And even now in the Indian cultures are becoming more, they, they don't follow these things. But even to, to, uh, for hygienically, especially, you know, we just had uh, the COVID, of course, it's still there, and, but we, you know, how much the, the health professionals were pushing on these things because uh, how everything can spread so quickly. You don't wash your hands properly, you don't wash your, uh, um, your mouth properly. All, all these things uh, are just hygienic and cleanliness. Uh, and so it's, it's very well known. So they were pushing on that because practically before hardly anyone was doing. Uh, after eating, after you know, putting things in your mouth, and uh, you know, after going to the bathroom, then you have to uh, wash yourself. Now here also, so this is hygienic. It also puts one, uh, now cleanliness is next to the godliness. This is a, an old saying. Cleanliness is next. So it, when, one, when one is clean in so many ways, washing the body, uh, Prabhupada says in the 12th, rather it's said in the 12th canto that, uh, well Prabhupada one time said that, to be clean in the Kali Yuga as the Kali Yuga goes, progresses, that'll be a very revolutionary thing. People think you are a crazy fellow if you are just saying, well, you have to wash your mouth after eating. Oh, yeah, crazy fellow. What is this? You have to wash your hands after going to the bathroom. Eh, what for? What is a crazy thing? But uh, uh, that, so people will be thinking like that. It's just uh, someone who says like that is crazy fellow. Uh, so uh, it'll be a very revolutionary thing to take the bath, take the, every, <laughs> to take the bath. Uh, one, 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 one devotee told me he was from cold country. He said, we used to take bath once a week. Once a week. We didn't take every day bath. Just once a week. That's not very good. Not very good for hygiene, not very good for your health. I said, but somehow or other, it was too cold to take a bath. And uh, they were not, not, not uh, they were a more poor family. So they also cost money, so they didn't take any bath. Just a bath. Uh, and uh, once a week. Uh, so actually, uh, according to Shastra, and also Prabhupada was very strong on his part, always remain clean. Clothes clean. Probably very. He was so uh, what we call paka. Uh, paka means very uh, suchi. Paka means like first class paka. And uh, suchi, very suchi. He would wear clean clothes all the time. You know, he would have. When that, then when he have a bath, he changes cloth. We saw he changes clothes. Like he'd have his bath in the afternoon. He would wear new clothes again. This is um, Brahmana level. <laughs> This is what's Brahmana level. You know, Brahmana level is a high level of all these things. And so uh, Prabhupada was like that, high level. And always clean, uh, washing them out. And, and also mentioned here, interestingly, washing the feet. Now we know after walking in the old days, they used to just walk everywhere, sometimes barefoot, so before you go in the house, you wash your feet. That's just, or now we take off our shoes, but in the Western culture, take off your shoes, what for? You know, because you're walking outside, or maybe all sorts of dogs do everything, you're going to walk inside with the shoes. Oh, it's crazy, crazy fellow saying like that. We don't take the shoes off. But in many cultures, in Japan culture, Asian culture, so many cultures, Indian culture, so many culture, they take the shoes off. They don't go inside with shoes. If they have shoes inside, it's just shoes for inside. You can do like that. You know, so this is all clean, clean. Uh, so clean body. Clean clothes, uh, taking regular shower, uh, for it's said for the Grihasa at least one, one shower bath daily uh, for the uh, um, Grihasta and for the Brahmachari at least two, must be two, morning and night. It's said for the Sanyasi must be three. <laughs> Always very clean. So cleaning the body, cleaning the clothes, all clean clothes, you, you have the shower, you put dirty clothes again. Uh, what was the use? <laughs> so so uh, cleaning the body, and also you feel uh, much much better after washing and everything like that, isn't it? The health health is improved. 
Uh, and of course, you know, in the beginning days, as young Brahmachari, we used to take cold showers here. I remember here, uh, or even before here, in the previous temple, I was, we were taking the in the middle of you all know in, the, in Melbourne in the middle of winter, very cold. But the Brahmachari, hurry, hurry, we'll run down cold shower. I knew the trick. You have to put the, the, the shower on very hard, so then it's like a waterfall, and then it, it, the strength just um, numbs you to the cold. <laughs> So we used to, for many years, many, many years, we used to, and actually later on uh, we found out that it's very good for the health, very good for the health if you can take, you know, you go and you take the cold, and it gets the, the whole circulation going very quickly. Uh, of course, for Prabhupada we had the warm water, he said, I am old man, <laughs> that will be like shock for me, maybe I'll die. <laughs> so maybe the old people, someone's sick. Uh, but these days, of course, we don't uh, uh, we don't push on that point. We have all different facilities. But you know, these things were done. <clears throat> these things were done. So here we see she, he's saying to her, "Don't go out without what." as that's concerned. And so the, the hair is always nicely kept, not just uh, loose and uh, looking wild, because when you look like that, you attract the attentions of the bhutas. Uh, and uh, there's a kachari, there's, there's a witches also. Witches are very looking like that. They're looking like that. So if you go looking like that, you attract their attention, they come there. Oh, here's one of us. <laughs> so there's all sorts of subtle things going on, especially if you go at the wrong time and also, and you're not dressed properly, unclean state. This attracts the attention of the, uh, the subtle beings, especially in the mode of ignorance. Not only that, it attracts the attention of other human beings in the mode of ignorance. 
Now, one has to uh, cultivate mode of goodness. So whether you're at home or whether you're going out, especially you're going out in the public, uh, you have to show the mode of goodness. So he wanted her to stay in the mode of goodness while performing this ritual for the whole month. You have to stay in the mode of goodness and don't do these things. Don't go out in the evening and at a certain time in the Sunday periods. Don't uh, wear nice clothing, uh, uh, sufficiently covered, uh, and representing the goddess of fortune. Prabhupada makes a point here about in the oriental civilizations, they cover themselves up and you don't even know, you know what they look like. Uh, this is in some culture, in, in Muslim culture is the same. They cover, what is that, burqa and they're covering, what is that, uh, the, the veil they have, is it? You don't even see their face. So that is another thing. You know, one can go to that length even. Uh, so, but uh, of course all these rituals are there. Now Prabhupada does make the point here that when one is in Krishna consciousness, it's not so essential to follow all these things because one is automatically already following nice uh, regulations as, 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 as far as I said, uh, Panchatriki Marg and, and uh, Bhagavat Marg. And, and also they're chanting Hare Krishna mantra just like the devotees chanting. They're being purified. Now, what's mentioned here now, in the washing of the hands, uh, if you're in Brahmana especially, uh, it's still being done, especially I see in the South Indian Brahmins, Tamil Brahmins and all the South Indian Brahmins, some of them are very strict. And when they, after eating, uh, they wash their mouths, they wash their hands, they wash their feet, and then they chant mantras. They, they chant mantras uh, to please the demigods, to please uh, Lord Vishnu, because actually it is considered that eating is just for yourself. It is, as, it is a gratification. So to purify yourself from that gratification, the, the strict Brahmins, they would uh, wash everything and uh, they would uh, chant mantras facing in certain directions. You know, the certain directions you have to face, chant some mantras and with, uh, with your head bowed like this. So then uh, all these rituals are there. Uh, so, uh, but now Prabhupada uh, makes the point here that uh, if a devotee, we don't have to worry so much about these things. Uh, but of course a devotee also knows, uh, and why don't we have to worry? Because we're in the Krishna consciousness and uh, we're pleasing the Supreme Personality of God. So there's no need to separately please uh, the different devas. They are automatically pleased because they are also parcels of God and they are also worshipping God. So when God is pleased, they are pleased. So no need to separately. So if we are worshipping God, your chanting is on, and then the devotee is always chanting. So no need to separately chant mantras at the time of after eating, after the time of the, you know, after the Brahmins, after they go to the bath, they also chant mantras. After they bathe everything, they chant some mantras to purify themselves. So many things you could do, unlimited amounts. One time, uh, 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 one time someone said to Prabhupada, uh, uh, he, he went away from the Krishna consciousness and Prabhupada said, why you went away? Oh, Prabhupada, I think there's too many rules, too many rules. No, 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 just uh, the problem was you didn't, you stopped chanting very nicely and actually there's not so many. If I were to tell you all the rules, you would just faint. What is all the rules? I give you just some of the rules that Rupa Goswami has summarized in Nectar of Devotion. Bhakti Rasam Rita Sindhu, Nectar of Devotion, he just summarized. I think Banu Maharaj has done more translation of the bigger ones. <laughs> so uh, Hari Bhakti Bila, so many Shastras are there, Dharma Shastras and so many Shastras. Are there. There's so many rules uh, to follow. And that's for the people in the world, and they're following Avanashrama and they're trying to elevate themselves. It's very nice, as much as they can do is very beneficial. They're going to elevate. But in one who comes to be Vaishnava, and one who's you know, very serious devotee, sincere devotee, sticking in uh, uh, Krishna consciousness, then they don't have to worry about all these things so much. We're very lucky uh, that we, 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 we can just do the chanting. Just simple thing, just chanting. How much benefit there can be, so powerful, so powerful. You don't have to worry after you eat. Uh, and, and the other thing is that after you eat, what are you eating? It's Krishna Prasadam. Krishna Prasad. So it's not your honoring Krishna Prasad is the mercy of the Lord. It's not just ordinary food. So, you know, the people will take ordinary food, they have to wash everything, do some mantra, and think they have to purify themselves after eating. So, but we're eating the Krishna Prasad. So different situation. Different situation after eating. Of course, for health and for keeping clean, uh, we're also washing the, the mouth. 
We're also washing the hands. Uh, we also, you know, if you can wash the feet. But, you know, sometimes not not possible. In the cold climates, you know, you have to take the socks and the shoes, you have to wash the feet, put it again. It's not always practical. Uh, but nevertheless, as much as possible, at least hands and uh, and uh, and ma- mouth and mouth and hands very very important uh, and put you in the mode of goodness and so we follow some things uh, uh, so as mentioned here uh, and and then when we as far as dressing <clears throat> we don't have to worry about what is the fashion of the day just like I'm just wearing same clothes every day I remember one young uh, one young child one boy he said to his he said to me, Marge, don't you ever change your clothes? <laughs> of course, because he saw me same clothes every day, he thought I must be wearing same clothes. <laughs> I said, yes, I'm, I'm wearing in the similar, but they are, they are being washed. I have many different sets. <laughs> so then one, one, one is used as washing, and then you take the other one, and so on. So I had to explain, but in, in his mind, oh, yeah, he must be wearing, Marge must be wearing same clothes all the time. But then it's one good thing, though, you know, when you're, before you're devoted, you have to worry about the fashion, or in the fashion, you have to spend so much money on clothes, oh, it's unbelievable. You can spend uh, half your wages on, on clothes, and just, uh, you know, uh, this thing is a, a fashion from five years before, if I go like that, wearing this thing, everyone, the lady, the girls will laugh, oh, hey, you're old, uh, you're wearing the old fashion, you know, they're laughing, you keep your hair different, oh, no one's wearing their hair like that, you're old fashioned. They're all laughing. Well, we don't have to worry because when we dress, we're dressing as devotees. We're dressing as devotees. And when we dress, we're representing our guru and we're representing Radha and Krishna. So we dress as devotees. So we remind ourselves we are devotees and we're representing them. So we dress ourselves very nicely. So one should always look very nice as a devotee. So that's the reason there. So we, you know, just like Kasyapa Muni, uh, he's saying that you should look very nice. You should be very reserved, very grave. Now, grave means, if you look in the nectar of ocean, means not just with sullen face, although it can be like that. It means you're just uh, focusing on, you're not talking on uh, prajalpa, you're not talking nonsense. That's being grave, actually. So when one goes out, you're very, the ladies are very reserved. And so, you know, it's a, it's a tapasya. It's a tapasya, but uh, uh, you, you're doing it uh, for your elevation, uh, you know, in a short-term, uh, short-term uh, suffering, you could say, short-term austerity, but long-term benefit. Uh, others, they want short-term, you know, enjoying and, and continuing as long as possible, although it comes and goes all the time. So we are doing it just for our own purification. So he's saying this to his wife, of course, in, in, in those times, She's the, a wife of the Brahmana. She had to be very careful when she went out. Don't break any of these things. Sufficiently covered. Papa talks about the, the fashion, the miniskirts, or whatever the fashion is for men. We don't have to worry these things. Ladies don't have to worry. What is the latest fashion? Um, you know, just on a practical level, as I said, <laughs> it takes away so much anxiety. It takes you know, don't have to spend so much money. And then the men, of course. Men generally don't care so much about the, what, the, what is the fashion, <laughs> but, but ne- nevertheless, uh, 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 we can just uh, wear the dhoti and coat. Of course, you know, if you're going to work, and then you have to wear appropriate clothing. Uh, so that is just, a, that's your svadharma. But uh, generally speaking, as dress as devotee, that is so nice. So Prabhupada, again, on this point, he stresses that as one, as, uh, you know, when one becomes devotee, he says here, uh, if one takes to Krishna consciousness, one is fully purified. These are all meant, all these things that Kasyapa is saying, they're meant to purify uh, her so she can do this yagya. But if one takes to Krishna consciousness, one is fully purified and then one always remains transcendental to the contamination of the material. Because if you're living in the world, you're going to be contaminated so many ways, so therefore you have to do these purificatory things. But if you're always in the Krishna consciousness, you'll always be purified and you'll always be transcendental, you'll be unaffected. It's like an antiseptic thing. Antiseptic antibiotic thing you know you take that thing as like an immune thing and so but you have to stay in the Krishna kind if you go out then again it will come in uh, so if we stay in the Krishna kind we don't have to worry about these other things because they're quite onerous as I said there are many thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of things you could do uh, for the ritual uh, but luckily in Krishna consciousness 
And who can do all these rituals? There are some who are very strong, and maybe in India, some good Brahmins, that's very good, they are very strict. But even them, they are doing everything, and they do something wrong, then there can be some reaction. So better to take up the Krishna conscious path. This will put you on the high level with just a very simple thing. All right, I'll read this verse again. Nochishtash prishta salila sanjayam mukta murdaja anacha tasamyata bhak nasamvita bahis charit. After eating, you should not go out to the street without having washed your mouth, hands, and feet. You should not go out in the evening or with your hair loose, nor should you go out unless you are properly decorated with ornaments. You should not leave the house unless you are very grave and are sufficiently covered. Maybe we've got uh, enough time for one question. I went a little bit over today. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Thank you. So we see that in our Krishna conscious also there are so many rules and regulation. I mean, whatever minimum is there. After some time it feels like, you know, these rules and regulation become very mechanical and superficial mm -hmm. and it's not getting anywhere. We're not getting able to correlate what we want to achieve and why we are doing what. So mm -hmm. how do we keep up motivation? Well, you, you know, as I said, Bhagavad Marg and uh, Pantratriki Marg and all the rules and regulations are there and then, you know, you have your books like uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Hari Bhakti Vilas, and all the, these, these are there to help you stay in the mode of goodness. And so, yeah, definitely, they're like a mechanical means to regulate your body and your mind and so on. And, but, and, and it will become mechanical unless you're chanting. And that's what Prabhupada said to that devotee. Now, the problem was your chanting went down or you weren't chanting properly. Uh, you know, you weren't chanting, your, your chanting is not very uh, high-level chanting. Maybe you're chanting, uh, keeping offences, maybe you're doing so many different uh, things, not uh, attentive chanting, uh, neglecting things. So then if you're, not, if you're feeling very mechanical, because these things will always be there, all the rules and regulations, you have to... But when you're in the, uh, nicely getting the paramdhishtvat, you know, by the chanting and, and seva and all these activities, then the, the higher takes so high that these rules, they, they seem insignificant, you won't even notice them because you're getting such taste. So if you're, the rules and regulations, which are mechanical things, and, and, and that means you have to increase on the other side, of your Sanatana or your Bhagavat Marg as devotees follow, but you're hearing, the chanting, remembering, all these serving, savour is very important. You have to increase and you have to, the quality has to increase also. So then uh, you have to just analyse, what am I not doing that uh, I could do a lot better, you know, uh, you have to analyse and then in increase. And uh, You can do increase the quantity or you can and increase the quality. Uh, and so that's, this will be very helpful and uh, you'll find after time if you're just patient, you'll find that you'll start again. And sometimes when we commit offence especially, it may be, <coughs> it may be that uh, we're, we're, uh, we're feeling a little bit down in our devotional service because of that offence. And, and you know, there's one story I, I told, uh, where was it I told in Canberra, uh, that uh, there's one story of Rupa Goswami. He was sitting in his bhajan kurti and, and a, a sage passed by. Now, he was sitting in deep absorption thinking of Radha Krishna, and he was thinking of a funny pastime that Radha and Krishna had, and he was laughing. Now, this sage who was walking past, he walked a little bit funny because of his, he had some disability. So the sage thought that he was laughing at him. So he felt offended. I mean, he didn't say anything, and he went. And so... Later on, Rupa Goswami spoke to his brother, Sanatana, and he said, you know, I'm feeling my, my ecstasy in devotion is not the same as usual. I feel it has gone down. Uh, what is the cause? What is your opinion of the cause? Well, maybe you committed offence or something like that, and uh, uh, knowingly or unknowingly you did something. So then Rupa Goswami devised a plan. He said, I'm going to have a big festival feast and with nice prashad, and I'll invite everyone in the area to this. And I'll, but I'll take special, I'll pay special attention who doesn't come. Who doesn't come? So then he saw that there was one who didn't come, that didn't come there. So then he thought maybe I committed some offence against him. And so then he went there and he begged forgiveness. He didn't know what, and of course he, that was accepted by it. And then after that, because he rectified the situation, then he began to feel his uh, former ecstasy as was before. So sometimes we get, we're not feeling, it may be a reaction, 
and, and, and you read in the Shastras, these, uh, this is up to the Lord. He gives the reaction, and it's up to the Lord's will how long you'll get the reaction. It, so it could be a combination that. It could be a combination you're just neglectful. You're not, uh, quality is not so good. So yeah, it could be all these things. So you're, and then you have to increase that side. And then the other mechanical things won't seem so mechanical anymore. All right, Hare Krishna. 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 Hare